Good evening, hushlings, and welcome. I present your preceptors to the underbelly of the void, the whispers of conjecture, and the known of the unknown. Thus begins the conclave of the Hush Hush Society. Greetings, Hushlings. Welcome back to the Hush Hush Society Conspiracy Hour. Where we journey into the world of conspiratorial mysteries and dark truths. I'm Declassified Dave. And I'm Mystery Mike. And as always, we're joined by our own resident creepy kid, Slick Frank Sanders. Look into my eyes. <laughs> Dude, I was creepy as fuck as a little kid. I'm just throwing that out there. You're still creepy. I know. <laughs> now I'm just a creepy big kid. Just standing in the corner. I do that. Yeah, yeah. Cuck energy. How we how we doing, guys? Mid hushtober, feeling spooky. I'm feeling spooked. Oh, spooked. It's starting to starting to crisp up into spook season. I'd say. Yeah. Spooked. I just realized Frank said, <laughs> "Cuck energy." <laughs> <laughs> well, when you say standing in the corner watching, yeah, yeah, that's what comes to mind. Keeping the theme spooky, we are talking about black-eyed children. Ever heard of them? Maybe you haven't. Maybe you have. Also known as black-eyed kids. Be a cool little band. Well, there's already the black-eyed peas. True, true, true. Well, they're an alleged paranormal creature with pale skin and black eyes, obviously, that appear to be children and sometimes young adults, teenagers. So angsty. So eyes full of blackness. A dark-eyed child may beg you for a car ride on a dark evening. He or she may knock on your door in the middle of the night, asking to be let in. These kids, according to those who claim to have met them, are persistent, and they're looking for something. Or sometimes they even require assistance. They need your help. Hey man, give me a ride down the street to the corner store. But before we let these creepy little angsty kids into our homes... Just want to remind you of our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the goodness, all the good stuff. And as always, your reviews, we love them. We appreciate them. Keep them coming. They, uh, you know, whether they're good, whether they're bad, I am very grateful that we rarely get bad reviews. So, you know, spiffy, spiffy. And when we do, they're good. Yeah, yeah, they are good. So. They are good. And they, most of them are helpful, except for the ones that call us idiots and stuff like that. But that, yeah, whatever. Or like yeah. Jewish soy boys. But it's Je- fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The soy boy one is, that's hurtful. And if you're looking for everything Hush Hush Society, www.hushhushsociety.com. Episodes just like this one. Read about more conspiracies in our juicy blog section. Also, the links to all our social medias that Mike mentioned, and the direct link to our Rockfin. That's right. And when you go to our Rockfin, let, let, let me just let me just stop right there. 
All right. If you're listening to this right now on Spotify or iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts, and you're not at work or on like a pogo stick or on a bicycle, you should probably just go like throw us on your smart TV on rockfin.com. That way you can see all of the badass pictures of terrifying black eyed children that we're going to include in this episode so that you can like follow along with all of the visual cues and you can see us with our spooky October setup. So spooky looking. Join us on Rockfin. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the notifications. Watch along. You can see how pale Declassified Dave is. How gaunt and sickly. <laughs> Unlike from the movie Powder. <laughs> the stories and accounts of the Black Eyed Children initially arose in 1996 when Brian Bethel, a reporter in Abilene, Texas, wrote an article about them in a paranormal emailing list. It was just a mailing list. Yeah, but it's a spooky email list. Spooky. Creeps you out. The legend spread and quickly became an internet sensation. Records of black-eyed children began to appear on paranormal and horror fiction sites. But all of the stories were published anonymously, and none could be traced back to legitimate news or police records. And following through into the 2000s when social media platforms began to pop off, for example, Reddit, 4chan, all that stuff, um, that sort of fueled the fire to the Black Eyed Children legends, prompting a lot of people to believe in these ominous beings, despite the lack of reliable witnesses or eyewitness accounts that were verifiable. Yeah, and according to these witnesses, Black Eyed Children rage from the age of 6 to 16 and are claimed to come out of nowhere and they often appear at night which makes it ever more creepy they knock on your door tap on your windows and they plead for access into your home and sometimes even your vehicle these children however are almost always rejected because they emit a sense of anxiety fear and sometimes panic in people i mean if you're like looking down and then you look up at me in a weird stare and your eyes look like west borland in a music video we got problems be careful of your children at night, because if one of them walks up to my door and knocks on my door and they're like, can I come in? I'm punching that little boy right in the face. Little boy or girl, you're getting it's haymaker. No, no trick-or-treating in Mike's house. Don't go. <laughs> <laughs> Any other day except for Halloween. Well, so what immediately comes to mind for me is sort of like this weird demon sleep paralysis demon type of thing. Like it takes me back to the Vicky Joy Anderson interview that we did with her talking about sleep paralysis demons and how typically these things you would quote unquote, let them into your house. Like they, they'd be standing at the door and you'd almost have to like grant them access to come in. And they're like asking, Hey, can I come in? Will you help me? And you also see these childlike physical embodiments of demons or that's what the demonologists say that they can sort of come into fruition as the appearance of a child i don't know if there's any validity to either of those but that's just the vibe that i'm getting so far helps to drop your guard yeah, yeah. you see a kid and you're like oh yeah of course i'll help you what's going on you okay and then before you know it they're snapping your neck and throwing you down the stairs that's it now you're in a dumpster yeah Banging your wife while you're sitting in the corner. <laughs> Sleep paralysis, the worst kind. Fuck. Disemboweled. Just sitting there like, oh, God. 
<laughs> and their next cryptid erotica. Sleep paralysis demons banging your wife while you're stuck in the corner and you can't move. <laughs> you got to write it so that like the sleep paralysis demon freezes you and then drags in the cuck chair and like picks you up and puts you in it. Cucked by a sleep paralysis demon. Oh my God. Witnesses have given varied accounts of the black-eyed children's appearance since they first appeared in 1996. These reports reflect a wide range of qualities. However, the majority of the youngsters share some characteristics, like they're creepy as fuck. The children are usually pale and have light-colored hair. Others have long bangs to cover their eyes, and they normally dress in modern attire. However, a few witnesses have claimed seeing them in traditional, or quote, Mennonite garb. That's interesting. <laughs> you just perfectly described a hot topic. <laughs> Maybe they're just really, they really are just moody teenagers. What's in now, especially if you're at like a Target, is like something that somebody would wear when they're churning butter. Mennonite clothing. 16th century Europe or uh, what? Amish. Plague wear. Yeah, I, I'm wondering though, Looking for all the accounts, they were all over the United States. I didn't know if this was just like an area where you might particularly have more Amish or Mennonite faith in the area. And that's why they're seeing it. Or if I guess the attire was location based. Strange, strange. Mm. Mm. What pops into my head is, and it's funny that you mentioned like Amish is children of the corn. Malachi, Malachi. Strangely enough, the kids travel in pairs the most frequently, which seems to increase their potential to scare victims. They might be either boys or girls aged from 6 to 16, like we said. Typically, one child is several years older than the other. Their eyes, of course, give them this terrifying aspect. You know it's not a regular child. You can confuse them for typical children before you look into those big black beady eyes. It's crazy. I mean, their eyes are allegedly solid black. There's no distinction between the pupil, the iris. There's no whites to the eyes. It's the entire eyeball. A few witnesses have described them as ragged holes, and some describe them as like brilliant black bulbs, which is actually a description of some extraterrestrial accounts as well, like shimmering black bulbs as eyes. Yeah, definitely pretty alien-esque. Now, you would think little demon children probably don't have personalities. Well, not only does their appearance invoke an unnerving feeling, but their personality traits make every living soul who encounters the black-eyed children have the same reaction. Well, they get scared. Terror. I have a... I wouldn't say a fear, but little creepy kids, I can get along with this and see how people would be terrified of people like this, of these little kids. Now, clearly, these children radiate negative type emotions like panic and dread, but their true personality is a little less clear. They don't really have a favorite color or like a TV show that defines them necessarily. Some witnesses have reported letting the children inside of their houses. It's unclear exactly what the children's intentions are. They might be sinister or they could be innocent. I mean, probably not. But we've got a story for you on it. It's not 1996 anymore. Well, you know, like if a kid's like, oh, you know, I need some water. It's hot out. Some old lady down the street will be like, yeah, come on in. Here's an apple. And then you're on your merry way. 
But nowadays, kids will rob you at gunpoint at seven years old. <laughs> Let's take a beat there. And you mentioned this old lady with an apple. So first off, how trusting were we as kids in the 90s to just take random like ready-made foods from complete strangers just because it was Halloween? Apples, Rice Krispie treats. Yeah, have this brownie. Just popcorn balls, yeah. dude. Popcorn yeah. balls. Popcorn balls. Oh, popcorn balls. Oh. I used to go to this lady's house. She would give me pennies for Halloween. There, is there something to that, or are they just like cheap? Hey, maybe for good luck. I don't know. Generally, one child in the pair, usually the older one, will be pretty shameless in approaching strangers and insistent upon coming inside. Meanwhile, the younger child is quiet, shy, a little bit more reserved, and some witnesses actually have reported a feeling a strong urge to help or protect the younger child. It's not specified from the older one, just that feeling, but that just might be like a maternal or paternal sense. You know, you see a, a kid outside in the middle of the night knocking on your door. You're going to be like, oh, well, I got to help this kid. I wouldn't let a little kid. I'd be like, you're freezing. See ya. Especially a kid with all black eyes. I'm telling you, that kid's getting Spartan kicked away from my door. (laughs) Well, other than their insistence about coming inside, the children are usually polite. Oh, that's nice. They use words like, please, sir, may I have some more? (laughs) Or ma'am, when they are talking to you. And they usually leave without a fuss when they are rejected. But they are persistent. Well, that raises the question. Are they actually as evil as the feelings they inspire? Or are we just creeped out by their weird eyes? What What would be less creepy? I mean, white eyes would be creepy as fuck, too. That'd probably be worse. The white eyes would definitely be. I think that would be the creepiest. Yeah, like those pale, dead eyes. <laughs> dead eyes. Yeah. That little kid's getting punched right in the jaw. Now, rumor has it these black-eyed children of mystery have some sort of strange special abilities. And again, because the black-eyed children rarely succeed in getting into a house, their full powers remain sort of hidden. We're not really sure. No one knows exactly what they could do or what sort of energy that they could release if they were to get past their first objective, which would be getting into your front door. You got to let them into the mudroom to like get that full unleashing of hell and that doesn't happen a lot allegedly would you like some cocoa come on in come on in you bring them in and they just turn into a fucking icbm (laughs) 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 you let the kid in he's just like look at this and he opens up his jacket and it's just lined with dynamite (laughs) (laughs) the black eyed children are just fucking isis (laughs) crack the case Still, witnesses have reported enough strange happenings around these children to suggest that they have incredible powers. First, they probably have some sort of psychic or telepathic abilities. People have reported the children staring at each other as if in a silent communication and calling out to adults before they even come into view. That's fucking creepy. All right, hold on. If an adult is on their front porch or something... You just hear their voices before you see them. It's like disembodied voices. Is that what we're saying? Yeah, like, but in your head. But in, oh, like, Jesus. Papa, 
Papa. <laughs> what? Pa. <laughs> also very reminiscent of like E.T. abductions. Telepathic abilities. Psychic. Not even moving their mouths. Maybe that lady saw on the airplane a black-eyed kid. What popped into my head is the men in black. Pale. They didn't talk to each other. They just kind of looked at each other. Uh, reminiscent. All right, are we ruling out ventriloquism? Like all these kids aren't just ventriloquists. <laughs> They're all just Jeff Dunham fans. Yeah. Goddamn ventriloquists. They've also followed some individuals from town to town. Now that's creepy. Despite the individual moving in secret, changing his phone number, using a fake name, etc. They have an ability to manipulate emotions, inspiring fear, panic, and dread, as we mentioned before, so strong that witnesses tremble or sweat and animals hide. Ooh, you know when the animals feel it, it's strong. At the same time, they can also exercise a hypnotic pull on their victims, making them feel like they should open the door and let the children inside. Now, have we also ruled out the might be vampires. There, there's no evidence that would denounce that they're vampires or deny. It's up there on the list for me. Vampire kids. I'm not sure yet. Yeah, I'm getting really mixed emotions. Second, the children seem to have an electric or radioactive field around them. Oftentimes, lights will flicker and power outages will follow after one of these children or a pair of them pop up. The children's ability to speak may be limited, and some witnesses also have reported that they could only say one or two phrases, like, we need to use your telephone, or our parents are coming soon. Thanks for the information. Cool story, bro. <laughs> they might also be stuck using old-fashioned expressions, like saying the word telegraph instead of telephone, and they sometimes make nonsense requests, like asking for ketchup to be put on an apple. There's that apple. Other witnesses describe the children as intelligent and responsive. So you're getting some mixed signals there. Either really smart little MIT yeah, children yeah. or they're just dumb as rocks. Can I use your telegraph, sir? <laughs> Might just send a telegraph to my parents. They're on their way. I will say this much. If your kid comes home scared and crying, saying that I kicked them off of my porch, just know that your kid was being a fucking creep and deserved it. Well, their responses range. For example, if you tell them they can't come inside to use your telephone, they might ask to come inside to use the bathroom or to warm up after peeing out on colder weather. Of course, you got to be nice. Although the children have been active in broad daylight, they seem to prefer traveling late at night. Their activity surges around Halloween each year. Ah, see, see. Why Halloween, man? What? It's just see? dick little kids wearing contacts. <laughs> Hushlings moving into some sightings and accounts. In January of 2016, a woman in Vermont made the tragic mistake of letting two black-eyed children into her home. A blizzard was raging outside when she heard a faint knocking on her front door. A boy and a girl stood there, shivering, begging to use her phone. Unnerved by their presence, the woman let them in and went to retrieve her phone. Classic mistake. Yeah, yeah, like if that was a horror movie, like everybody's got their head in their hands, like, why did you do that? After the children walked into the light of the family room, the woman realized their eyes were completely black. 
As she stared at them in horror, her husband's nose began to bleed at the same time, and the power suddenly went out. That's it. I would have been done. I would have been gone out the door. After what felt like an eternity, the children spoke in unison, saying that their parents had arrived. The woman watched as the two quietly left her house and entered a nondescript black car with a man in a suit. Ooh, Mike might be onto something See? with that men in black thing. That's what I'm saying, man. It's another way to gain entry into your home. Not long after the strange encounter, the woman's husband was diagnosed with severe skin cancer. The woman began to suffer from regular nosebleeds and an onslaught of other medical issues. She was convinced her failing health, along with her husband's, was the result of the black-eyed children she unwittingly let into their home. Ah, that's scary stuff, man. Let's talk about the nondescript car real quick. Mm. With the guy in a suit. One guy, very tall. And I was reading a couple other accounts where people say that once they've seen these kids later on in the evening or a couple days later, they see someone that's like NBA player size, like seven feet tall in a suit outside their house, like just walking around. Very robotic looking. Hands would get thrown. Hands would get thrown. Let's let's backpedal for a second and go back to that Halloween aspect of it. I mean, it is a mischief holiday, at least in America. I, I don't buy the fact that it's just coincidental that you have people dressed up. Because why would a seven or eight year old child be at your house at one thirty in the morning? You know, mm-hmm. and it might not even be on Halloween. It might be mid-October. Yeah, it just says peak around Halloween. Devilish. In another instance on November 19th of 1992, a man was watching Evil Dead while his wife and children were sound asleep in their rooms upstairs. It was 1.30 in the morning when he decided to head to bed after the movie was over, and suddenly there was a loud pounding on his front door. Now to his amazement, there stood a boy and a girl, he said about 8 and 11, who never looked up and were standing barefoot in a Michigan winter. Despite his anger, the man allowed the children to enter. He didn't Spartan kick them off his stoop with their little bare feet in the snow. So he allowed them to call their parents. But when he lent them the phone, they were gone. Disappeared out of nowhere. In the dead silence, he then heard a scream coming from one of the upstairs bedrooms. Uh, See, see. (sighs) That demon gotcha. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Should never let him in. Should have told those kids to kick rocks. When the man reached his wife's room, he was met by the devastating sight of his wife in a pool of blood and terrifying sounds of bones snapping and flesh ripping and saw the bare feet of the children he had just let into his home. Jesus. Now I'm wondering, this guy was watching Evil Dead. Are we sure that he wasn't, you know, dreaming, having a nightmare? Yeah, did he he have a... A mushroom cap before he decided to because <laughs> you know, i don't know about the validity of this so far now before the man could act the barefoot children moved swiftly to his kids room and locked the door and despite the man's best efforts he could not help his children and stood helpless when the act was done the door slowly creaked open and there stood the barefoot black-eyed children absolutely covered in blood They stood defiantly with awful grins and eyes completely blacked out like the devil himself. Now that one's an aggressive black-eyed children. 
duo. Yeah, I don't know how much I believe that one. I feel like if it was real, the Men in Black wouldn't have let the story out. This would have gotten wiped clean, wiped clean off yeah. the slate. I think our uh, our boy in Michigan in 1992. He killed his family. Yeah, yeah Chris <laughs> Benoit them. Jeez. There were these kids. <laughs> I swear there were kids and they were eating my family. They didn't have shoes. They were feral. Meanwhile, they find his wife's skin hanging between his teeth. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. He's just standing fucking naked in the middle of the fucking police station. (laughs) Fucking kids came in my house and killed my family. (laughs) Jesus Christ. The skin hanging between his teeth got me. I don't know why. Oh, man. (laughs) A little schmutz here. Yeah. (laughs) Schmutz. Oh, well, we have a a bus encounter. This is an actual written encounter via an anonymous source. So this could just be made up. Who knows? We're going to get to the bottom of it, though. It's quoted. I was riding the bus back home after work. It was about 1 a.m. I'm a security guard and often work odd hours. So I'm sitting there and this guy gets on, sits across from me. He was wearing a suit and had a briefcase and was a regular looking guy in his 20s. What struck me about him first was that he was chewing his cigar and not smoking it. And you can't smoke on the bus. So I was just looking at him while he stared out the window and chewed on his cigar. And all of a sudden he turned to me and looked at me and his eyes were pitch black. Just as you described, I would imagine he's writing to a or responding to a a blog post. Mr. Anonymous. All right, so I've got a tidbit. He might not have been chewing on a cigar. From what I've heard from a buddy that lives down south, there used to be this very popular tobacco product called Chal. And it's like a mixture of chewing tobacco. If chewing tobacco had like a baby with Tootsie Roll bubblegum, I don't know. It's like chewable tobacco and it could be shaped like a t- cigar. So this dude might have just been like chowing down on some chal or he was just eating a cigar. Debunked. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Debunked, not a cigar. Was he gnawing on it or was he actually like consuming the cigar? <laughs> no, because I know that there's people that if they put a cigar out, they'll obviously keep it because some cigars are expensive. They'll keep it and they'll just kind of like, keep it in their mouth and roll eat it. it around. Not really. Eat it. <laughs> <laughs> just eat it. Just eat that leftover. They don't want to waste that money. It's expensive. Can't throw it out. It's like a stuffed grape leaf. He goes on to say, my heart started beating like a mad motherfucker and I felt my gorge rising. Not sure what that means. I was starting to panic and I had no idea why. I was just pants shittingly terrified of this guy. Then he grinned at me, and his teeth were all covered in tobacco bits and brown juice. Ugh. The cigar clamped between them. I almost screamed, but instead I had the presence of mind to just get up and take the seat right behind the driver. I calmed down a bit after that, but I kept an eye on the guy. He ended up chatting with some girl that got on, and they were still talking when I got off. I later convinced myself he was just trolling me having fun with a pair of contacts. Now I wonder. Uh, Gorge means to invoke violent anger or strong disgust, not have a raging heart on. So we are children. Who uses that conversationally? My gorge. (laughs) 
felt my gorge rising. I don't think this guy saw a black-eyed child. One, this guy was in their 20s, I guess he said 20s, or he's just a bad judge of age. But tobacco bits and brown juice, you know. So it sounds like more more that he just ran into a, a, a really gross person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no, no real context. Although, who knows? Could have been something supernatural, paranormal. He had a briefcase, but it could have been a men in black just that likes tobacco leaves. Maybe these kids end up growing up and you just see them less. Maybe Uh, the kids grow up to be men in black. They grow up to be men in black and then the men in black die. Spawns more black-eyed children. Hushlings, we will return after these brief messages. Greetings, Hushtillions. Join us as we close out our Hushtober celebration with another spooky one. Throughout the world, from Africa to the United States, there is a monotheistic religious practice to bring the possession of the devout gods or spirits. There are many variations of the religion, and they use chants in four different stages. Preparation, Invocation, Possession, and Farewell. These songs are used to open the gate between the deities and the human world and invite the spirits to possess someone. Additionally known for invoking physical or psychological harm to another and forms of alchemy. Voodoo. Streaming everywhere Monday, October 30th. Welcome back to the Hush Hush Society Conspiracy Hour. We've got another testimony titled You Must Let Me In. On March 17th of 2008, I had my one and only encounter with a black-eyed kid. Before my experience, I had never heard of anything having to do with the black-eyed kids. I was 12. I was sitting outside of a hairdresser in an old Chevy pickup waiting for my mom to get her hair cut. About 15 minutes had passed and I saw a kid walking back and forth along the sidewalk in front of my parked car. At first, I thought I recognized him as one of my friends from school so I banged on the front windshield until he looked my way. It, in fact, was not anyone I knew. At this point, I was not scared at all. Not yet. The boy walked over to the side of my car and just stared. They continue, I think it'll let me get a good look at its eyes, you know, to freak me out. And let me tell you, if you have never seen a black-eyed kid, you have no idea what to imagine. Pupils as black as the night sky. The boy whispers, quote, you must let me in. <laughs> Fuck that. And then I locked the car doors and ducked down into the space below the seats. Five minutes later, he was gone. When my mother got into the car, she told me a boy with black eyes had come into the hairdressers and insisted for my mother to give him the keys to the car. She refused, and thank God she did. Yeah, no worries, kid. Take the car. My kid's in it. That's freaky. But why, you know, why would her mother ever give the keys to some random kid? That's like one of the ones where it's persistent. Like, give me the keys to your car. Grabs in his pocket, fronting like he has a gun. (laughs) Give me your keys. His gorge was rising. Another account took place in Louisiana. Person goes on to say, I have run across a pair of kids in Louisiana close to the swamps that had solid eyes. I kept telling myself that they had colored contacts in, but they were around 10 or 12 years old. They gave me the creeps. They seemed to have no emotions, never smiled, nor frowned. And it was at a gas station that I had pulled over to check my map. 
I didn't realize how late it was until my co-pilot asked me who would let their kids run around at two in the morning. We locked the doors and left as quickly as we could. I swear when I looked in the rearview mirror, those two children were standing in the middle of the road staring at us. I never drove through Louisiana again without the doors locked, windows up, and not stopping while it was dark. Imagine just writing off an entire state because of this situation. <laughs> and I never went back to Louisiana. <laughs> yeah, some people are like that with like cities and a bad instance. But yeah, a whole state, that's got to be pretty extreme. You guys remember uh, when we had Andrew Goff on and he talked about Canic Chase, werewolves and whatnot? Yeah, yeah. Sounds familiar. We have a Black Eyed Children account, actually before the 1996 report from the 80s from Canic Chase. And mm -hmm. it's by uh, Lee Brickley, who is the author of Ghosts of Canic Chase and British Bigfoot and got a few other books. He says, uh, quote, in the summer of 1982, my aunt was 18 years old and she and her friends would often meet in Canic Chase in the evening time, probably in much the same way many teenagers still do today. I don't know when this was written, but kids don't do that anymore. They, they don't leave their house. One evening, just before dark, she heard a little girl frantically shouting for help. Rushing to locate the sound, she stumbled upon a dirt track and caught sight of the girl, about six years old, running in the opposite direction. The quote goes on to say, when my aunt caught up, the girl turned around and looked her in the eyes and then ran off into the dark woodland. Her eyes had been completely black with no trace of white. There was a police search, but to no avail. At the time, no one had any reason to believe anything paranormal was going on. The girl certainly appeared to be of flesh and blood. Some people believe them to be extraterrestrials, vampires, or ghosts, said Lee. But there is one big difference between the sightings around the world and the stories coming out of Canic Chase. Only on Canic Chase... Do the sightings consistently happen during the daytime? Ooh, yeah. See, it's one thing that they're ha if they're happening at night, then you can say, all right, well, we just won't go out after dark. But if it's happening during the day, hmm, there is no safe. Maybe it's some sort of haunted woods sort of situation there at Canic Chase. Like completely separate from just the whole entire black-eyed children phenomenon. Just coincidentally, they have black eyes. I don't know. Because if it's happening consistently, you don't see that throughout the rest of the Black Eyed Children story. It's typically like a one-and-done deal with most of these people. That's true. One really creepy one that I found in, in the last couple minutes, actually. Real quick, just to skim it. Not sure the date about this, but the headline is Black Eyed Children May Have Caused a Fatal Car Accident. Very interesting. Almost like a harbinger of doom, like Mothman. Very similar. In a nutshell, this guy saw two kids, two boys, one 14 and around 10. They said, it's scary out here and we're all alone and we just want to ride home. And they began to essentially try to get into the car physically. And he sped off and did like 30 miles an hour. And these kids were full clip sprinting at him until he lost sight of them. And then he decided to go to a parking garage, I guess, comes out of the parking garage and his friend was struck by a truck 
shortly after seeing these kids. Should have given us a ride. So a couple questions I, I think that we, we can discuss is what do you guys really think? I mean, these things are, do you think they're just creepy kids? I, I really like the notion of the men in black connection, men in black, mm. younglings, children in black. The couple stories that do connect them to other people or entities that could be men in black is very interesting, especially when I did get that notion from the beginning that they rub me in a men in black way. I'm kind of in that vein that they are related some way, somehow, but I'm like 50-50 on it. Definitely leaning a little bit more uh, paranormal. That's just where I'm leaning. Interesting thought. Could they be fairies? They definitely could be. So I looked into it a little bit. And I guess in pagan Irish folklore, there's tons of fairy folklore with pagan and Irish Celtic history. And some of those fairies that have been told about for centuries do have like black eyes and appear to be childlike. I couldn't get the actual name of them because um, there's just so many and a, a lack of descriptions. But yeah, apparently that's a thing. That'd be interesting. I don't know. Why are they trying to gain entry into your home? That's kind of like where I go along the line of like maybe like some type of energy vampire. Think about the lady in Vermont who suffered chronic nosebleeds and then her husband got skin cancer. That's strange. Yeah, yeah. yeah but did she live underneath power lines? Hmm? All joking aside, it is it is weird. <laughs> her husband used to go to the tanning bed all the time. <laughs> There's also the notion that these black-eyed children could be extraterrestrials and or demons. The extraterrestrials, I think it's an interesting idea, but I don't think an ET of any sort would need to get permission to get into your car or into your home or need to put up some sort of front or false idea to gain your trust to do what they got to do or to do what they want to do, nefarious or not. They're just going to do it. Yeah, they're usually pretty forceful. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that extraterrestrial. The demon aspect is interesting, though. Or just something paranormal in general. Like, it could just be weird ghost stuff. Uh, I definitely think there's, like, a difference. But, yeah, the whole sleep paralysis demons maybe in some sort of, like, physical embodiment outside of that sleep paralysis weird stage where you're frozen. The only mm. thing that can kind of connect it with extraterrestrials would be like that weird men in black connection that you kind of see, but they would be the completely opposite of what all extraterrestrial abduction encounters, close encounter type of experiences would be. They're identically human, but have black eyes and they're polite. You know, like Mike said, they're just coming in there and stabbing you in the navel, taking your sperm and bada bing, bada boom. Dramatic <laughs> experience. There's the other question, could they be interdimensional beings? Humans from another another time with creepy eyes? Maybe they're from the hollow earth and their pupils are so big that it covers their whole eye? It's so hard to hit something right on the head when it comes to a topic like this, because when we're asking, could it be ETs, demons, ghosts, or interdimensional beings, like those could easily all be grouped up into like the same thing. Those could all be one in the same. Like, are they part of this one group that could all 
definitely be all the same exact phenomenon. But we still have never gotten to the bottom of what the men in black are, too. So it does leave that gray area of one could just be coincidental that one of their parents looked like a guy for the men in black in that one story. Or if it's just that's something that is kind of a common thread. Now, our buddy Brian Bethel that we talked about in the beginning from the mid 90s has given multiple interviews to various sources, all of which have included his belief that this encounter was entirely legitimate. There is widespread skepticism about the origins of this urban legend, though. I'm skeptical. It's hard not to be. Sharon A. Hill, a science writer, claims she couldn't find any concrete documentation of encounters with black-eyed children before Bethel began spreading his story, and she concludes that the legend is an example of the internet phenomenon known as creepypasta. She also claims that the legend is similar to other, quote, typical spooky folklore stories like phantom black dogs where the subject is not supernatural. It should also be noted that black-eyed children legends echo other legends, such as the changeling lore or Scandinavian miling stories. However, there are no certainties, as we keep saying. Just don't know what the hell they are. Well, hushlings, let's jump into the Reddit section. You know Reddit's got something to say about this. Got one here that is from the Reddit Paranormal Encounters by user Fragile Existence. Goes on to say, question about black-eyed children. Does anybody know if black-eyed kids can mess with electronics? We did mention that. Such as a phone not being able to take their pictures. I usually encounter them in a rural area when I go to pull a load there. I'm a truck driver. They just stand at the edge of the property and stare, but not always in the same place. Every time I try to take a pic, but my camera crashes. Huh. That's reminiscent of extraterrestrial, which is why we can never get good pictures of them. Multiple times, too, though. That's yeah. creepy. But does it also take Men in Black off the table? Because we've gotten pictures and video of Men in Black. So that makes me wonder about that. Does that automatically take that off the table? It might. Hmm. Or pull the pendulum a different direction. Yeah. Uh, the second one we got is uh, something you're not going to be able to see unless you watch us on Rockfin. So, hey, little perk. Gang, gang. Hey, it's from oddly terrifying Reddit. The user is a uh, milkweed bro. Great name. He it goes on to say uh, the black eyed children exist. I was one. This is an unedited film photo circa of me in the 1990s. No, my parents didn't put lenses on a baby and friends. His eyes are black, but I also see whites to them as well. Yeah, it just so, looks like that baby zonked. So you can definitely see whites. Yeah. I would like to message Milkweed Bro and be like, you are a black-eyed child. Now, are you still a black-eyed child? Because then that would take the whole turning into the men in black and reincarnating back into a small black-eyed child youngling mm, mm, in that mm. cycle. That would that would throw that out the door, too. You know, I did just have a thought, but we're I'm going to leave that for our final thoughts as we jump into that. Dave, what are your final thoughts on the black-eyed children? 
I think a few of the accounts that we talked about are definitely far-fetched and misinterpreted, uh, uh, especially our boy on the bus. Uh, I think he just saw a weird guy that, like Frank said, uh, had a certain type of chewing tobacco and enjoyed it and loved it in his teeth. There was that. But this whole thing, I, I really don't think it's a creepypasta. I think some people are probably seeing these kids, and I hope I never ever encounter something like this because it's pretty frightening children are scary enough in horror movies at night walking the halls it's terrifying enough to not see something that resembles a human eyeball on a child that speaks in i'd like to use your telegraph i think they're real if they are something i don't know what they are and i'd go with the et aspect but I do like the men in black stuff. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm all over the place with this one. As I just mentioned, I did have a thought that popped into my head that we didn't really talk about. Maybe it was mentioned by saying demons, but uh, possession is possession possibility because at least from all the possession tropes, the eyes do turn black of a person who has been possessed. Are these little kids in the neighborhood just getting possessed and they're out trying to gain entry into people's homes to either murder them or pass on a possession or something weird? Good thought. I didn't even think of like the whole body snatcher aspect. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just a thought that I had. I'm kind of in that vein, but also I am in the thought of them being maybe in the same realm as Men in Black. I'm divided with this one, honestly. I, I think it's something that we've said, is that it's hard to pinpoint because it could be literally anything. And it could also be absolutely nothing. That's where I'm at. Slick, Frank Sanders. What do you got on this spooky black-eyed children episode? Frog's final thought. It absolutely could be nothing, like you said, especially with how rampant this ran as a popular creepypasta. People go crazy with the black-eyed children lore. But that doesn't take away the validity that this might be some sort of strange phenomenon that has happened somewhat infrequently to regular average people that may not have spoken out about it, or maybe one or two people spoke out and the internet went crazy with it and just wrote up all of these absurd stories. Stranger things have happened than a pair of two black eyed kids knocking at a stranger's door in the middle of the night. Right. We, we talk about crazy shit on this show all, all the time. So I'm not going to say that something like this hasn't happened. I'm not going to completely deny it. Um, I'm also not going to even try to say what this is. I think all of the possibilities that we discussed are just as likely as the next. All right, Hushlings. Another spooky one in the books. What'd you think? Was there anything we missed? Anything we should have discussed? Do you have a story about black-eyed children? Do you know anybody that does or has? Did we miss the opportunity to invite in some polite children for a cup of tea, let us know. Reach out to us. As always, our email, contact at hushhushsociety.com. Also, Hushlings, you've been asking us about it. You enjoyed the first set of them, and we're doing it again just for you, baby. 
more conspiracy roundtables. They're coming in November. We're going to do the same thing that we did last time, one after another after another. We got some familiar shows. We got some new shows and all new topics. So we did three roundtables, three different topics. We covered the secret space program. We covered do dinosaurs exist and the almighty theory of adrenochrome. Check those out coming in November. Be sure to join us for our next debriefing, which will be the final Hushtober spectacle. That'll be on October 30th. We're going to be covering voodoo, all of the strange weirdness, rituals, practices, and history of the strange practice of voodoo. And patrons, this Thursday, October 19th, join us for Frankenstein. Only on Patreon. Exclusive debriefing. We love you. Hushlings, thanks again for joining us for another spooktacular Hushtober debriefing. We'll see you in a few weeks. I'm Declassified Dave. I'm Mr. Mike. And I'm Sick Frank Sanders. Until our next debriefing, remember, the best kept secrets are hidden in plain sight. <laughs>